Matthew chapter 4. My, uh, my title today is not going to be revelatory, okay? It would be revelatory had most of us not heard it for so long. So I forewarn you, if you're waiting on a revelatory title, uh, it, it's just not. Okay, I'll try, I'll try better tonight on that. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. There is a lot packed into that scripture, Brother Sleva. Jesus was led of the Spirit, excellent, into the wilderness, terrible, to be tempted by the devil, even worse. When he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, even worse yet. <laughs> no, it was good, but he was afterward and hungered. Now, I've always got a little bit tickled by the writing there, Brother Faulkner, because it was as if that, that little part after the comma didn't seem to, it didn't it really seem like it needed to be added. Any of, you, any of you out there ever been guilty of trying to stretch the paper you were writing to make it reach a word count? Some of y'all got to think back. Okay? And it's like he wrote, and after he had fasted 40, he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And afterward, he was hungry. No, we know it was inspired. What it was really teaching us here was we need to understand, Brother Marshall, the humanity of Christ. He if he doesn't put that right there, then we think it was easy for him to do it. It wasn't easy. He was teaching us. And 40-day fasts are possible. Somebody say, move on. <laughs> and when the tempter came to him, this is what he said, If thou be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, it's written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Why did he, he want him to be bread? Do a little study on it. His stomach couldn't have even handled bread after 40 days of fasting. Had he turned them into bread, even the poorest bread of the day, and tried to eat on that bread immediately in his hunger, it could have ended his life too soon. We look only at the surface of the temptation, but there's always something deeper to the temptation. There's always something deeper to the temptation. He, he, man's not going to live by bread alone, but by every word that what? Proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So the devil takes him up to the holy city. I've got to tell you, uh, you know, Brother Turner, I struggle a little bit with this passage that it seems like Jesus lets him take him from place to place. What I don't understand until later on is that really he's, he's whipping him in multiple areas. Sometimes it's good to realize you can whip the devil in multiple places. You can't just whip him at church, you can whip him at home too. Uh-huh. You can whip him on the job site too. If his word works for you in the church, his word will work for you in the school. His word will work for you on the construction site. And in multiple areas, he's whipping the devil. That's what he's doing. Took him to that holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said, If thou be the Son of God, cast thyself down. It's written, He'll give the angels charge concerning thee. And in their hands they shall bear thee up, lest that any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again. 
Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. I love that he looked at Satan and said, Thy God. Again, the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world. The devil will push the limit. Isn't it right? Brother Watkins has started with, here, make these bread. Then he said, why, why don't you just go ahead and go down? It's it said that they'll lift you up. And you, but now he takes him up to this high point and he says, I'll give you all this. Can you imagine the audacity of the devil? I'll give you all this. I don't know that he did, but I'd like to see a little smirk almost on Jesus' face. As if. I'll give you all this if you just worship me. And nothing told on his satanic stance like those words. It's the same words he wanted in the angelic being of the heavenlies. He wanted worship. He's always wanted worship. But Jesus said, Get thee hence. Get thee hence, Satan. Somebody just say that with me. Get thee hence, Satan. Mm. For it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and Him only shalt thou serve. Then, the devil leaveth him. And behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. Most, most theologians agree that his ministry on earth really started at verse 12. They believe that maybe his earthly ministry took this new trajectory. And anybody that has any seasoning at all will tell you that you can't really effectively minister until you learn how to pray fast and overcome the devil. And I'm not just talking about in public, I'm talking about in private. When nobody else is around. So here it is. Revelatory. Brace yourself. I'm going to preach to you for a few minutes. The devil's a liar. Is that okay? God, we feel the Holy Ghost in this place today. I pray you'd help me to preach to these precious people that have taken the time to come here. We have had great worship. Sister Jessica Di Giovanni has led us just with excellence here. Our music team has played beautifully, and I'm asking you to help me not mess this up. Help me to preach powerfully as I feel the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Touch my body. Help me to preach and touch our minds and our hearts to receive the word of the Lord. And everybody said amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and through your mask, tell them the liar. He is. I mean, he's just a liar. I received a, uh, how many of you out here, you ever get emails you wish you didn't get? Anybody ever get hooked up on, on any of these emails that they come and you don't know what you clicked on? You get coupons for stuff, right? I got a, I'm telling on myself right now. I got a Groupon email the other day. How many of you do Groupon? Come on, be on. So embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. Own it. You get good deals. It's okay. This is what I got a Groupon for. 65% off an acre on Mars. 
highlights. <laughs> With these highlights. Own an acre of land on our solar system's fourth planet. Package <laughs> includes the deed, a map with the location of your land that you'll never see. And I love this, a Mars Info ebook. Just to tell you how advanced we are. As if selling you property on Mars wasn't advanced enough. Ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you they're making a killing? Selling land on Mars? Sixty-five. I got to tell my wife that means that means thirty-five percent on. Is that right? It was fifty percent off. That means it's fifty percent on. It'd be one thing if I got a. Group on for 65% off a beautiful wooded lot in Indiana. Oh, now I'm talking your language. Has a beautiful creek running through it. Big whitetail running all over. But that ain't the email I got. I got land on Mars. How do you brag about land on Mars? <clears throat> you ever known a friend that stretched the truth a little bit? Oh, you should see my other property. Really? Oh, yeah. It's a little dusty, but it's great. We don't get there very often. You know, in the text we're reading, it's, it's kind of like the Lord let the devil go far enough until he got the whole, let me show you what I'll give you thing. It's when he got to this, I've often wondered about this. I've wondered why Jesus allowed him the leniency that he did. Why he gave him the bread come in and why he gives him the pinnacle of the temple moment and why he lets it get here, Brother Anderson, before it's like enough is enough. But when he started promising him the land, the land that was full of the people he had come here to die for, the land that was full of the people that he came here to save, it was like the land was the last straw. Can I tell you and remind you here today that the devil is a master salesman? He is a master salesman. And he will try to sell you things he don't even own. I give you joy. You got no joy to give. Can I tell you, unfortunately, I've lost count of how many I've sat in an office with that have had their lives completely broken that told me I never thought, Brother Rodenbush, they told me I never would have thought I would have gotten this far this fast. He'll promise you peace. 
He's got no peace to give. He's selling you an acre on Mars, folks. He's selling you a promise you'll never step foot on. He wants to get your family convinced that if you go somewhere else, you know how many families I've seen wrecked because he caused them to get a little offended at church and made them believe the lie that the grass was greener somewhere else? Come on, I'm preaching right now. I might not be running around, but I'm preaching right now. He promised you a sustaining joy and love and peace, and it don't even exist. You know why? You know why there's going to be problems in another church? Because they're going to have people too. <laughs> Unless you want to go to a church with no people, we're an issue. Maybe just me. I don't always have the right attitude. Some of y'all, I wanted to talk to you about that. I, I, I don't always feel happy. Am I the only one? I, I've been known to say the wrong thing in public. And my probability is more likely than some of you, so... known to say things to my spouse I shouldn't I've been known to react wrong and the enemy wants to take occasion in moments of weakness and wants to convince you that there's something better somewhere else I'm here to tell you he's a liar. I said I'm here to tell you he's a liar. He wanted Jesus to make the stones into... He wants Jesus to turn the stones into bread because he wants to take a good spiritual discipline and turn it into something that is wasted frivolously on a temporary delight. And he'd like to take your personal consecration and make it seem as though it's not significant. But I've come on this Sunday to tell you the devil is a liar. And he tried to take Jesus up to the pinnacle and say nothing can hurt you because it's written. And the last thing you ever want to do is try to use God's word against God. Can I tell you he don't take too kindly to people trying to use his word against him? But the devil is a liar. But when he got to this place where he started promising land. I want you to open your Bibles. I want us to look at it together. Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. Verse 8. Again the devil taketh him up into an exceeding high mountain. And showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And saith unto him, all these things, here it is, will I give thee if you'll fall down and worship me. How are you going to tell the king of kings that you'll give him kingdoms? 
how are you going to tell the king of glory that you'll give him glory if he'll fall down and worship you? Give me about five minutes to preach it to you. This is what I want to preach. The devil is a liar. Nobody deserves your worship but the Lord Jesus. Nobody deserves your praise but the Lord Jesus. Nobody deserves your honor but the Lord Jesus. And if you give your glory to the world, and if you give your worship to the world, you're giving your worship to the enemy. But as for me and my house, we have made up our mind. Come on, we've made up our minds. Nobody else is worthy. Nobody else deserves my praise. Yes, I do jump in church a little bit, but it's not for you, and it's certainly not for the enemy, but it is to stomp on the enemy and remind him, I know you're a liar. I know that you're a deceiver. I know that you're a false... The devil is a liar and the father of lies. But there is one who's true. There is one who's righteous. And his name is Jesus. Let him be true in every man. You ought to clap your hands under the Lord right now and give him thanks and praise. What about when he tells you that your marriage is over? I think you ought to square your shoulders and say the devil is a liar. What about when he tells you you're never going to get a good job again? Why don't you square your shoulders and tell the devil you're a liar and I'm not accepting? You may be seated. And there's something about this. Jesus took a very strong stance here to give us the example you do not give in. You do not give in. Go to John chapter 8. John chapter 8, verse 44. What did he say to those people? You're, the, you're of your father, the devil. The less of your father will you do. He was a murderer from the beginning. Abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaketh it of his own. For he's a liar and the father of it. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He is a liar and the father of it. Well, they talked about me. Well, it came from hell. Go to, go to James. James chapter 4. James chapter 4. If you don't have your Bible, there it is on the screen. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. He'll flee. Now I hear everybody talk about the second part of this. <laughs> it's kind of like a package deal. You don't get door number two without door number one. 
I like the resist the devil thing. Not so crazy about the word submit. Why? I'm human. Anybody ever trouble? I know we're asking for transparency. Anybody ever struggle with the first part of that? Resist the devil. I like that. When I was a kid, anybody remember that uh, song? I command you, Satan, in the name of... We'd sing that in our little country church, bro. When <laughs> she get to going on that song, that would hit. That would hit us. Pick up your weapons and flee. For God has given me, here it came, the authority to... And depending on which church you went to is how they'd sing it. Right? Resist the devil. He'll flee from you. After you're submitted to God. Because I found I don't know how to resist him if I'm not submitted to him. I don't know how to resist him if I'm not submitted to him. Can I tell you as silly as a Groupon for Mars is the thought that you can find joy, peace, love, refreshing, encouragement, strength anywhere but in God? This world has been convinced. Can I tell you they have been convinced by marketing campaigns, by advertisement, by the lust of the flesh. They have peddled all kinds of debauchery. They have sold a lie that millions are cashing in on and they think that we are wrong and they think that we're intolerant. You know what I'm intolerant to? I'm intolerant to the devil stealing people. I'm intolerant to the thought of lives being lost forever. I'm intolerant to the thought that our children won't come back to church. Somebody told me just two weeks ago, I've been praying, but they still haven't came back, and I don't know if they're ever going to come back. The devil is a liar. You got to forgive me, but I believe in this. I believe in the power of prayer on Saturday mornings. We were texting yesterday afternoon. What if there's only 10 or 15 of us? What if there were just two or three of you, according to the scripture, if two or three of you would get together and agree? And the reality is this. I'm not buying land on Mars, but I am putting a down payment on glory. I don't plan on ever getting a place on that dusty soil, but I do plan on seeing New Jerusalem someday. No, I refuse to take 65% off and go after Mars, but I am all in on 100% for the cost of glory. Yeah, 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 yeah. And here's the deal. You can't let anybody else sell this for you. If you're going to get a touch of God, you're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do it. You ever been in the same service with somebody really getting a touch and you didn't even know how? You didn't feel anything. Why are you crying? What? I've been there. I've been there in service where 
They were really, I look over and they're just crying. And, t- and I thought, I look back, God. And we've all probably been there where we went to service, didn't feel like worshiping, and then we started just a little bit and everything changed. Isn't that amazing? Brother Lash, you just start praising, don't even want to, just, just start praising a little bit and all of a sudden you're crying, don't mean to be crying. Real men don't cry. Real men do. And just, just feeling, a, feeling a touch of God. What you cannot allow in church, you can't allow, I was taught this as a kid, you can't allow your neighbor to determine your level of worship. You know sitting by the wrong people will disqualify you and discredit you. And No, I'm not talking about the way people look at you. I'm talking about the way that you view yourself. If you always hang tight with non-worshippers, it's just true. Now, you don't have to worship like everybody else. I try to be very clear about this. We got some people that are runners. We got some people that are not. It's okay. We got some people that can dance. We got some people that cannot. (laughs) But you got to worship like you. You got to praise like you. I would encourage our teenagers, but not just our teenagers, all the way to our elders. Now, if it's your spouse, you still need to sit by. But I'd encourage you not to, not to spend enough, so much time with somebody that can sell out your worship. You know, how many of you, how many of you in here, your yard sale people or garage sale people? Don't be embarrassed. Raise your hand. You, it's, it's okay. There's a lot. 100 plus people in here. How many of you just proud? She had two hands up. Just proud. So Sister Green, I think, in the back. Just proud. Just proud. I love it. I showed up. My wife. You, I'm telling on you. Yes, I am. Hope this is okay. It's a little too late. I, I should. My wife likes to have a yard sale about once a year. And I'm thankful for that. Kind of. I'm not really a yard sale person. No offense. My parents are yard sale people. They think that's a fun way to spend Saturday. You know what I think? The devil is a liar. (laughs) Probably not supposed to have this much fun. I... I showed up, my wife was having a yard sale, having it at her mom's house. She found that was a better location. The house we lived in was a mile into our subdivision. She didn't like, think that people came good enough. And her mom, anyway, I, I don't know. But they found out it was a better sales area, location, location, location. So that's where they had them. You ever show up, show up to a yard sale and see your own stuff for sale and you didn't know it was getting sold? Man, I feel a witness in this house right now. I... I walked up. I had wanted almost nothing to do. Now, I had carried tables. I had, I had helped get, but I'm not getting the clothes together. I ain't putting no little stickers. I'm not doing that. 
put 75 cents on it, somebody, somebody can talk you down to a quarter. I ain't playing that. I'm not. I don't have, I don't have that kind of time in my life. I showed up to that garage sale. I saw her. I wanted to wave from a distance. That's what I wanted to do. Like, I'm interested, just not interested enough to come up. I'm supporting you from a distance. But I made the mistake, got out of the truck, and I walked up. Hey, everybody, doing okay? You guys, are you, what I really want to know is, was she making any money? (laughs) Making any, I want to know if all this was worth it. Right? All this, all week long, been taking quarter, quarter. How many things you got to sell? You got to sell a million things to come out. Sorry, some of y'all are getting so offended like that is not true. <laughs> I support your yard sales. But I got out and I walked up there. You guys doing okay? And Are you doing any good? She knows what that means. That meant. Are you making any money? Is this worth it or am I going to be teasing you later about all this time? And I walked up. And the entire middle section was my stuff. Don't judge me by this. But I, I, like, I like hunting videos. Somebody said, help him, Lord. I'm, I grew up in southern Illinois. Pray for me, y'all. But I, now, listen to me. I like hunting videos. She does not. That's a good woman. But I didn't know all these were being sold. And I walked... I feel something in my spirit, Brother Jordan, right now. I do. I, I think this, is, this might be better for me than for you. So just listen like a good counselor. And I, and I walked up. And I looked at that table. And I did one of these. Like, like I can't be seeing it. I see it, but it can't be real. Because those are all neatly in the bottom drawer. I got the jewelry ones in the right spot. I got the real tree ones in the right spot. No, I haven't watched them in a year. Maybe two. But I just feel good knowing they're there, Brother Dugan. I just Then I looked and then I said, with all sincerity, I said this. Babe. Babe. You know, when you're married, that word can mean several different things. You just say it a little differently. Babe! Babe! Finally, when the rest of my English came to me, I said, I didn't know you were selling these. Oh. Look like a little kid. You ain't selling my videos. I ain't selling pay a nickel nobody paying a nickel for these I don't even think she could sell them at the yard sale the truth is I don't think anybody wanted them there people walk up paying a quarter for a whole cart full of stuff and didn't want my selling my stuff I, I, I tell you all that that long drawn out story to tell you this don't let somebody else cash in your stuff most of all the devil Don't let the devil get you convinced when you come in here that you don't need to worship God. Don't let him convince you that too many things are wrong. 
Too much sickness is going on. Too many people have been ill. Too much finance. Don't let him sell your stuff. When you come in here, I'm going to tell you one of the best parts about worshiping God in the physical church is it reminds hell who you are. I'm telling you, it really is important. Brother Carson, are you saying demonstrative worship? Yes, it is. Demonstrative worship is important. It reminds hell that you know who you are. I might not be able to run like so-and-so, but I'm going to lift a little hand and let the devil know you're not selling my worship. Now, some of you can run, and some of you can dance, and some of you can leap, and you can remind the enemy, I know who I am, and you're not selling my stuff. Quit taking me up to the pinnacle and try... You want to try to get me up here where I can look down over everything and tell me that if I'll just settle down, you'll give me all that. I got news for you. It's the Lord who owns all of this. It's the Lord who's given all the joy. It's the Lord who's given all the peace. It's the Lord who gives all the glory. The devil is a liar. And he wants to take your joy, but you ought to tell him you can't have it. He wants to take your peace, but you ought to tell him you can't have it. He wants to mess up your mind. You ought to tell him you can't. Throw your hands towards heaven right now. Stand with me all over this building. Lift your hands towards heaven. Resist the devil by telling him you can't have it. You can't have my joy. You can't have my peace. You can't have my encouragement. You don't get my prayer life. I'm not buying your property on Mars. 65% off. You don't have to give up everything. Just give up some. You don't have to give up going to church. Just cash in some of your beliefs. 65% off sale on land you'll never really step on. Yeah, but you'll feel better if you don't have all those rules. It's land you'll never step on. People in this room that have ever been addicted to cigarettes or alcohol, have ever let narcotics flow through you, you know the lie. Ever been addicted? You know the lie. You don't really feel joy when you give in. That temporary moment soon subsides to the depressed reality. There is no land here. There is no There is nowhere for me to step my foot here. Maybe I wouldn't preach like this if I hadn't spent so many conversations with people with tears rolling down their cheeks that told me if I could only get back to where I was. (laughs) 
And so, yeah, if I could, I'd jump in the balcony. I'd run around this church. I'd grab you by the shoulders. And I'd tell you, you got to remember the devil is a liar. I don't know if that church really loves you. The devil's a liar. I don't know if that new pastor's going to watch out for you. The devil's a liar. I don't know if your family can really be apostolic. The devil's a liar. Throw your hands towards heaven. Balcony. Come on, balcony. Help me. Come on, main sanctuary. Praise singers, come on. Get in place here. We're going to sing in just a moment. As they begin to sing, here's what I want us to do. I don't want you to let their singing override your prayer. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven. And I want you to pray God to help you to not only resist the devil, but to submit to him and submit to his will for your life. Oh God, help my mind to be submitted to you. Help my spirit to be submitted. Come on, would you pray as they begin to sing? Would you?